Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about consenting to contraception. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash contraception or in the contraception section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. Where you're concerned or unsure about the law, you can talk to a senior or to your medical defence organisation. This section gives an overview to help with your exam preparation and cannot be used as advice about the law. A person is recognised as an adult with full autonomy to make decisions about their health when they turn 18 years old. 16 and 17 year olds can also make independent decisions about their health, but if they refuse treatment, this can be overruled in certain situations by parents, people with parental responsibility or by the court. Children under 16 can make treatment decisions but only if they're deemed to have Gillick competence and we're going to talk in more detail about Gillick competence shortly. There is no lower limit to the age where children can make decisions about their health. However, it's unusual for consent to be taken from someone under the age of 13. The way this knowledge is usually tested in exams relates to girls under 16 who are seeking contraception from their GP. This is the scenario that established Gillick competence and the Fraser guidelines in the first place. So let's talk in more detail about Gillick competence. Gillick competence refers to a judgment about whether the understanding and intelligence of the child is sufficient to consent to treatment. Gillick competence needs to be assessed on a decision by decision basis, checking whether the child understands the implications of the treatment. Consent needs to be given voluntarily. When prescribing contraception to children under 16 years, it's essential to assess for coercion or pressure, for example, coercion by an older partner. And this might raise safeguarding concerns. Next, let's talk about the Fraser Guidelines. The Fraser Guidelines are specific guidelines for providing contraception to patients under 16 years without parental input and consent. The House of Lords established these guidelines in 1985. To follow the guidelines, they need to meet the following criteria. 1. They're mature and intelligent enough to understand the decision. 2. They can't be persuaded to discuss it with their parents or to let the health professional discuss it. 3. They're likely to have intercourse regardless of treatment. 4. Their physical or mental health is likely to suffer without treatment. And 5. Treatment is in their best interest. Children should be encouraged to inform their parents, but if they decline and they meet the criteria for Gillick competence and the Fraser guidelines, confidentiality can be kept, meaning that they can have contraception without their parents being informed. Finally, let's talk about safeguarding when providing contraception. It's essential to explore whether there's any possibility of abuse or exploitation. When this is present, confidentiality may need to be broken. Where the child is not deemed to be Gillick competent and the child is at risk of harm, this should be escalated as a safeguarding concern. 
It's worth noting that children under the age of 13 cannot give consent for sexual activity, and all intercourse in children under 13 years should be escalated as a safeguarding concern to a senior or designated child protection doctor for further action. Thanks for listening to this episode on consenting to contraception. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll be moving on to a section about fertility and starting with an episode on infertility.